1: Great to be back with you folks. What an honor it is to be able to come across your broadcast, your radios, however you're listening today. With me as always, my friend Kevin Robb, R A U B. I think I've given to that enough to you guys, but uh make sure you look for Kevin out there on Facebook or something. Say hi to him. And uh he's got a high forehead like Peyton Man in there, but you'll see him and you'll know it's Kevin, and uh, uh what a blessing Kevin is. And and uh, God knows he's been uh, he's been a blessing. are you the only Kevin Robb on Facebook? They won't have to look
2: around, will they?
1: Are you the only one, brother?
2: No, there's more. There's a rock rock uh, star of some kind, or a rock wow. band, rock groupie. Uh, there's there's several. There's an IT guy. Um, yeah, there's probably a criminal or two. So it's not it's not unheard of.
1: <laughs> well, there's two Doug Kerrigers. One's young, good looking, and uh, then there's me, and I'm his dad. So if you find Doug Kerrigan, you're generally going to find me. And I, I so I have a friend of mine. Brother Kevin, I wanted to tell you this. I, I want to tell you this online and on the air so these folks can hear. I have a friend of mine. He's a brand new preacher. He's a pastor's son, and I grew up with him. So, I, you know, or he grew up, you know, with me being around, I was growing up in the ministry, obviously 40 years older than him or 30 years older than him or whatever. And he grew up and he finally got his first church. And he, he went to this church to preach a funeral. And, uh, and he first got up there, and he wanted to start off with the verse in Revelation twenty-two, twelve, and behold, I come quickly. So he memorized the verse, and he had some points written on a piece of paper, and his Bible opened up there. And and he got nervous. He got up in front of the crowd, and he said, "And behold, I come quickly." And then he couldn't remember what came next. And uh, so he said, "Boy, I just better say this quick." And he said, "And behold, I come quickly." And for the life of him, he could not remember what was going on. So he kind of stepped out from behind the, uh, the podium there, the altar at the altar there, and he came around the corner. And uh, when he came around the corner, he, he yelled, and behold, I come quickly, hoping God would give him the rest of the words, that wonderful verse. And when he did that, he fell off the edge of the stage right into this guy's lap. And he hurried up, and he picked himself up, and he said, Sir, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. And, uh, and the guy said, uh, you told me three times you were coming. <laughs> I should have been looking out for you, and uh, and <laughs> and behold, I come quickly. And uh, is that a
2: true story? No, it's a joke. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I've done similar stuff. Oh, where God, oh, yeah. God, uh, I forgot. For God so loved
1: the world, one day I forgot. And I'm trying to look for it in my Bible and I was preaching on for God, who's God, you know, trying to get to the verse. So love, what does it mean to love? And for the life of me, I could not find the book of John that day. You know, oh. <laughs> I remember I was preaching for about three, three months at that time. And I put a life of me, I was having a hard time and we've all been there. So the word of the day is pride and, and uh, you know, pride, is always bad. It's always taking God out of the picture. You know, a definition in Webster's would be something like, you know, having deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from our own achievements. It's not giving God credit for anything. So when we were, you know, and and I will sometimes tell my children, you know, I'm proud of you. And obviously I don't mean it. In, in a way where I don't respect God. Uh, but pride can be really bad, so bad. We see in Proverbs 16 18 that pride goeth before destruction in a haughty, arrogant, you know, in-your-face spirit uh, before a fall. So pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. So, so pride's not a great thing, Kevin. Pride is one of those things in God's eyes where this isn't a great thing. This is, uh, uh, in God's eyes, this is, you know, God gives us everything everything is God. Everything belongs to God. It's all God's. And, uh, and, and so when we take this pride up and we say, look at what I've done, look at what I've done in the army, we used to call those guys spotlight soldiers, you know, look at, you know, look at me, sir, look at me, hop in the hole just before the commander gets there, tell the other guy, I'll take your place when you'd see the Jeep coming and you'd hop in, you know, there's no place for that in, in God's kingdom or theologically. What are you thinking, brother?
2: Yeah. You know, um, I talked to an evangelist one time. Uh, his name was Brian McBride. He's still preaching, I think. But um, yeah, you know, we I, were I ran into pr-
1: him last year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And we we're, were talking about pride and how, you know, as an evangelist or, or a preacher, you know, you're not immune from it. You can, because you are sometimes in the limelight, you, you, you know, you can fall prey to, to pride. And I remember he said, if we're not careful, we can start believing what people are saying about us. And I never forgot that. And and the idea was, you know, people don't go home with us. People only see us, like you said, in the, in the limelight. In the best and, case
1: scenario. Yeah. We've. Yeah. We've combed our yeah. hair, we've put the best suit on, sucked in our bellies, got our shoes shined. Life's, we don't tell stories about terrible things that happen to us generally, we, uh, though we do at times. But you're right. Yeah. You know, James Earl's used to say, uh, you know, bragging about yourself, uh, being prideful and bragging about yourself is like drinking perfume. It uh, smells good when it's going down, but it burns and tastes terrible coming out. Yes, sir.
0: And that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. James Earls used to always use that. We want to go through four verses. That's why we're hastening along here. And it says, He that is a proud, and I want you to know I turned the lights on, Kevin. So <laughs> he that is of good. a proud heart and stirreth up strife.
2: Men but, love darkness.
1: Oh, we do, but I love light. He that <laughs> is a proud heart and stirreth up strife, but he that pulleth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack, but he that hideth his eyes shall have many a curse. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. So much going on there in those different verses. And uh, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing so much starting there in the beginning. Um And and talking about you know how having a pride or having a proud heart. Can stir up strife, you know, uh, because you know we can be that person that's just talking about ourselves. Look what we've done. I, I've seen it in an army environment, even outside of God. Listen to these soldiers saying, "Look what I did. I've done this. I've done that," and uh, and and you know, it hurts the other soldiers. The other soldiers are there saying, "How about me? I, I was there the whole time. I did these things." Uh, but you know, his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. And it says, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. You have the answers. You're living good. Uh, it's You presented a contrast to this proud heart. And the contrast is you're going to be prospering. It's not that you're going to be big fat and eating too many carbohydrates and things of that nature. And he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. And uh, to walk wisely, to not trust in ourselves, but wisely is to plug into God. And the energy source you plug into is what powers you. And when you plug into the things of this world, you're going to be powered by pride. You're going to be powered by me, me, I, I, I. And when you do that, you're going to be worrying about self, self, self. And what God wants us to worry about is God, God, God. And I know I'm going fast. I'm going to flip this over to Kevin. We're going to talk back and forth about these verses. But he that giveth unto the poor, these people who, you know, they giveth alms. They give to the poor. They help people out. But those people who look away you. <sighs> You know, and I know there's scams out there, and I know all that. But I try to give to the poor. I give to missions. I want to help people, the poor in spirit, the poor financially. When the wicked rise, men hide themselves. But when they perish, the righteous increase. And I I love that verse, and 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 the idea of uh, those who are righteous uh, do they appear again in public? They're advanced. Uh, things are going good. You know, when we get rid of the wicked. So Kevin, let's start there in that first verse, and looking at at that first verse and that idea of what's going on there in verse number 20, I think we're in 25. Yeah. Talking about a greedy person, you know, stirring up strife or, you know, actually stirring up conflict, but those who trust in the Lord, they get fat, they'll prosper. I mean, what do you think? How does that verse hit you there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Those first two verses you read, they both deal with, you know, the proud heart or trusting in your own heart. Um, you know, there, it sees the, It's easy to be full of ourselves. I mean, um, and then secondly, I was thinking about, you know, when people get proud, you know, it talks about stirring up strife. So usually the Bible says only by pride cometh contention. So (laughs) that's pretty explicit. And and when it's saying the cause and effect, okay, contention, what's, what's the root cause? Somewhere back there, there's pride. So. Um, if the problem that I face is if someone is stirring up strife in pride to me, is proudly stirring up strife, I can I tend to get proud back. In other words, if you're gonna elevate yourself and get in my face, I'm gonna elevate myself back. Yeah. In there. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's too easy to do. And uh, you know, I have to remember I was singing to the scripture that says well, Jesus said, I am meek and lowly in heart. It doesn't mean that he didn't um he didn't take a stand. It's not what it's talking about at all. It's talking about he did not have to be the big guy in every situation. In fact, he was the big guy. He was smartest, he's smartest in the room. He was strongest, you know, as far as able to strength you know he he could he could he could move mountains immediately um he just he was the best he was always the best but he was always the meekest and um i think that you know when someone gets in my face and you know kind of stirs up strife i remember we were out uh, in california outside camp Pendleton marine corps base where the marines would get off the bus uh who were in soi they were in their uh post post boot camp training and so they would they would get their liberty and they would get off the bus right there that's where they got off and so we we would do a chalk art and singing and we just try to have a little service for hey, them. hey we kevin hold that.
1: hold that thought about the chalk art and stuff and the singing we'll be right back we're right up against our middle time we'll be right back with you folks and make sure you hang in there with us we just want to go ahead and give the radio stations what they need And we're right back with you. Sorry about that, Brother Kevin. So you'd be right there where they got off the buses doing chalk art and singing. So continue on with that if you would, dear brother.
2: Yeah, so we would. We were witnessing to people, and I, we'd do a little bit of a preaching, and I was preaching, you know, the answer in Christ uh, to these Marines, and and a lot of times they'd stop and listen. I mean, we'd set up chairs and give water bottles and, and that kind of thing. And, uh, but anyway, one guy, wasn't a Marine. It was just a Southern California dude walked by, got in my face and started cussing and screaming at me. And, um, and I, I remember I just got in the flesh. So as he, as the proud in heart stirred up strife, my mistake was I responded in kind. I didn't cuss him out, praise God, but I did get proud in heart and, you know, kind of defended myself and I just felt my blood pressure rising. And instead of being a led of the spirit to give a, you know, a good answer, I just walked away and I, it, it shut everything. It shut me down. And, you know, I don't like it when I do that. And I, I just want to say, if there's someone out there listening, who's having to live with a proud person in their life, it might be a boss, it might be a husband, it might be a wife, it might be a contentious wife, the Bible says, you know, that's hard to live with. So if there's a proud, you know, kind of hands on their hips all the time, in your face person, um, you don't want to do what I was describing. And you can tell if you are, you're getting, you're fighting pride with pride. And that gets you nowhere because a soft answer, uh, turneth away uh, that kind of thing. And, and that's just what I want to do. I mean, if the Lord helps me, I want to be like Jesus, you know, when he was accused, sometimes he didn't answer at all. Um, and when he did answer, he answered You know, with the word of God, he answered by exalting Christ, by you know, verifying the 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 word of God and justifying God and 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 purifying his own attitude. Well, that's what I want to be, brother Doug. I don't want to be proud and hard. I don't want to trust in my own heart. I I want to have victory. And if someone else, I'm just saying, if someone else out there is in a hard situation, the best way out of it, first of all, is to check your own heart and make sure, you know, you just nip the pride at the bud and say, I'm sorry. I remember getting mad. I don't want to hijack it from you, Doug, but I remember getting mad at a guy who got my face, uh, who took me across on a financial dealing and he was auto auto repair mechanic and he took me across. And so I got in his face back when he got in my face, And God dealt with me and said, you're 5% of the problem. You got angry and proud. So I went back and I just said, I am sorry for getting mad at you. You know what he did? Uh, He he didn't know what to do at first, but he repented. And he came back and actually ended up giving me a bunch of free car parts. So uh, that's that's what I want to do. I've done it both ways. I want to do it the right way.
1: I want to do it the right way, even if it means not getting car parts. And, and, but that's a good, good definition, good explanation, brother. And I'm so glad you did that. And I'm so glad he gave you car parts, just showing you that, Hey, I did get my heart right, you know? And, uh, And you know he got his heart right. And then in 26 you know we're talking about you know you trust in your own heart, you're a fool. and that guy was trusting in his own heart and I think he did a great job on that. And then you put you in a place where you're trusting on your own. and uh, boy, you can get on that wrong road quickly. And then given to the poor. Kevin. Uh, boy. Uh, I'm telling you, you know, God over and over again gives us this example here that, you know, we're not going to be in need if we give to the poor. You know, what? you shall not lack is what God says here. Your needs are going to be covered if you just trust in me. And I look at the poor in spirit, you know, those we send for missionaries. out. And I know a lot of people listening to me, I mean, you know, there was most of my life. I mean, I grew up in a poor family. I think I have told you, Kevin, I'm not sure if I've told everybody who listens on this podcast, but my bedroom window to a bar room uh, was no more than 10 or 12 feet. And, uh, and I had my nose broken three or four times by the time I was 17. I'd have to, you know, people would want to come over to the house and, you know, fight with my parents or, or God only knows bikers out there at four in the morning when you're trying to sleep. And, and, uh, and 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 I'll tell you, sometimes I look around and say, oh, Lord, there were times we didn't have enough to, you know, even have food on the table. And I can I look back at the people who blessed our lives, and I can't help but be somebody who blesses somebody. And we were poor in spirit, you know. If somebody would have knocked on our door, uh, and shared the gospel of their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so so they. Those of you listening to me today, you know, share share the love of Christ with a coworker. Share the love of Christ with somebody. Handle situations right, like Brother Kevin was just telling us about, and Kevin just so aptly put that together for us. And and but you know, when the when the wicked, you know, uh, when the wicked rise, men hide themselves. You know, when these wicked people are in in positions in government and authority, you know, we hate that. But when they're gone, boy. It would, uh, Uh, when they perish, and they will, the wicked will perish, the righteous will, and and they they may not perish, we may not see them perish on this side, Kevin, we, we still have a responsibility to do what's right, we still have a responsibility to do the right thing, uh, and, and make a difference, I mean, we got to do the right thing, even, you know, even in the midst of, you know, and Kevin, let me, let me describe this even a little better before I throw it back your way, um, I was talking to a gentleman today, and he, and he, he said, Brother Doug, you pray for me and tell people on the podcast. He's, he's got some paranoia, and he's got some good reason for it. You know, he works in a place where people kind of singled him out as going through junk in his life, suffering from PTSD. And, you know, you could fill in the blanks with anything. But here's a guy, you know, combat-hardened, been through stuff, and people have really singled him out. He sees people whispering with one another. And I told him, I said, hey, Brother, you don't know if they're talking about you. And, I, and I'm not saying they're not. But we got to find ourselves living in that place where we trust God. And there's a peace that comes with God. It's a peace so much bigger than us. It's, it's trusting even when things go haywire. You know, I was reading a Bible the other day, and I know I'm taking a lot of time, but I promise I'm going to give you a couple of minutes here, Kevin. I was reading a Bible the other day, and something really caught my heart. And uh, remember the jailer? Remember when Paul's in jail? And, yeah. and, and, uh, and they're in jail, right? And, and there's an earthquake that gets them out. And what do they do, brother? Do they <laughs> run and get out of there? No. You know what they did? You know, this messed me up the other day. They stopped and told the jailer, Hey, we know you're hurting, but everything's going to be all right. We great serve God. a great God. Yeah. And, and so brethren, this is what I want to tell you today. And I want to get Kevin's feedback on this for the next minute and a half or so, but everything's going to be all right. throwing it your way, brother.
2: Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I think about the Philippian jailer and, and, and yeah. Paul, you know, pa- Paul, he was literally traumatized physically. He had wounds and Silas had wounds and he immediately launched out, uh, praise to God and then turned his attention to the need of the guy that yeah. had, you know, was re- responsible for this in a sense. And so I think that you know, people that are tr- people that go through junk. The best thing to do is to turn your attention first of all to Christ, Amen. get His help, get His peace, get His joy, and then automatically you want to launch out and help other people who are hurting. And uh, I know you know that the people that come to the PTSD retreats and 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 all the things that you're involved in a lot of the healing comes when they say, you know what, I feel like I can help some other people and I want to begin ministering to other people. It may be running a chapter. It may be, you know, just, just talking to someone, you know, one-on-one, but man, that's, so, you know, giving unto the poor that going to people that don't have what I have, even though I don't have a lot because I'm poor in spirit, I suffered all this loss. And I'll never be the same. But yet there's someone else here. I talked to a guy on the phone who uh, uh, half his unit was blown up downrange and 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 all but one killed themselves after uh, they came home. So he's the sole survivor of his unit. Well, what's he doing? He's trying to help other people now. Uh, That's the key to his healing. And boy, I, I just uh, I want to encourage people to get involved and get you know, involved. Find someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, brother. That's a good example. Hey, we love you, folks. And hey, listen, uh, be like Paul and Silas. Eh, you know, Paul just stops right there, man. Silas. Hey, everything's going to be all right. You know, in the midst of the craziness, and 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 as I shout out to my dear brother I talked to a couple days ago, said, you know, brother Doug, all around me it seems hard. Listen, pick one person to love on. And go from there. Pick one person at work and start loving on them. And, you know, I've never been handed a bag of M&Ms where I didn't think, man, this is a good thing. Hand out M&Ms, praise God. And, and just look at it. I carry little pieces of meat in my pocket with the dogs in the hood. Let me tell you something. Just look out for people. Take care of them. We sure do love you folks. And I know some of you are in the fire right now and we're praying for you. And uh, we're praying that God will just give you a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. And uh, folks, as we come across Christmas and 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 just celebrating the birth of Christ, we, we're here for you. If you need some help, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com and Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page, look me up. I'll get a hold of you. May God bless you folks. And hey, with that smile that only God can give you today. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at Wounded Spirits.com dot com.